Well, hello, and welcome to the Fisher Poetry Podcast, a showcase of prose, poetry, and song written and performed by those in the commercial fishing community, mostly. I'm your host, Brad. Thanks for joining us today. Today's episode is from the 2023 Fisher Poetry Gathering in Astoria, Oregon. You'll be hearing from Fisher poet Ed Edmo of Portland, Oregon, with introduction by MC Dan Kaiser. This set was recorded at the Liberty Theater on Saturday, February 25th, 2023. So, without further ado, here's the show. All right, boys, break's over. Time to get back on deck. No rest for the wicked. Our next performer will be Ed Edmo. Woo! Shoshone Bannock tribal member is a published short story writer, poet, and playwright. He offers guided tours to the She Who Watches, Petroglyph, and other pictographs on the Columbia Gorge, as well as to the Warm Springs Indian Reservation in Central Oregon's high desert country. Ed conducts workshops, traditional storytelling performances, dramatic monologues, and lectures on such issues as cultural understanding and awareness, drug and alcohol abuse, and mental health. He works with children and adults. Ed serves as a consultant to the Smithsonian Museum of the American Indian. He lives with his wife, Carol, son, John, daughter, Siondam, and granddaughter, Siali, in Portland, Oregon. So let's please give a warm welcome to Ed Edmo. Good evening. My name's Ed Edmo. I was raised at Slalo Falls Indian Fishing Village. About 35 years ago, I was at a culture conference in Coos Bay. This anthropologist got up and said, Indian fishing is labor intensive. I raised my hand, been Indian fishing? He said, no. It's when it's 100 degrees out. You got 20 pounds of salmon on your back. The slam's going through the gunny sack, through your t-shirt on your back. Walking up the bank, four steps, sliding back three. Not leave intensive. It's hard work. I did it when I was a boy. Hunting sequence. Hunting Portland U.S. of A. Is the Samson attache case? Parker pen. Notebook. Morning cup of coffee. Running toward the door. Grabbing climate bus pass. Typewriter milling in the corner. I'm in recovery today. Never did a drug or alcohol last night, so got six months uh, no alcohol. Uh, March 10th, I'm shot Crystal Crank. Thank you. Yeah. Haven't shot Crystal Crank in over 25 years, and heroin over 25 years. There was a friend of mine named Sarah Wood Wartman. On KBOO, she had a show called Between the Covers, interviewed William Stafford, and she wanted me to read this poem, Burnside Cowboy. He walks this mean street, Stetson hat is gone, along with the dream, 
bus ticket home is gone. Happy are the songs are back home. Maybe he'll stay. He's not used to the rain. Besides, silver spores won't rust in the hawk shop. Two years last year, they put my poetry to chamber music at the Reeser Theater. This poem was on the hanging in the in the, in the uh, lobby of the theater. There's been something. There's been something. Sometimes a song, sometimes a whisper. Sometimes it appears to be animal. Other times, weeping, I hear it. There's been something that had disappeared from my mother Earth. I'm not sure what it was. Sometimes at night, come to me dreams like the smell of salmon cooking. Remember when the volcano went off? Yeah. I used to read poetry down Tyree's Native American lit class. And this hippie must have remembered me, took me down to KBOO, and I read this poem that took the tape flew to DC next night to blast my voice off a satellite. And all things considered, it's an NPR poem. Mountain. I like that mountain over there. I don't want to walk on the old man mountain. I don't want to dig holes in his face. I don't want the smoke to get in the way of the sunshine because I do believe that mountain's like sunshine too, just like me. I don't want to hurt that mountain over there because that mountain hasn't hurt me. And besides, I don't want to get that mountain mad at me. <laughs> I signed the rights over to this poem to the Santa Clara Pueblo to build a senior center. I put my poem on a poster made by Pablito Velarde, really famous Southwest artist. And they're going to say, you're going to have to feed me because I help make money to build your center. Grandfather storyteller, grandfather storyteller, I come to you with thirsty ears. Grandfather storyteller, weaving words ancient strength, words colored with ageless time, words covered on warm welcome wind, words float on rivers of purity. Grandfather storyteller, I come to you wisdom, wisdom that's not yours alone. Wisdom I shall share with the children. I was raised at Slala Falls, and uh, they didn't treat us too good. You can accept a fair offer. If not, you're going to condemn your land, bulldoze everything off. Whether the shoots goes into the Columbia, white man had a gas station and store. He held out for a high price. They told us when they bulldozed his uh, the gas station on the store. And Mary had brown work pants, brown work pants, brown hat, crying to her in bandana. He never saw a cent for his business. Made an example out of him. Slala Blues. <clears throat> he came automaton, atomic government man with a briefcase in hand. Wire rim glasses that hung from his nose. His whining voice came out in a never ending drone. Promising promises again and again. Different ears that are paid not to hear. Mothering further pre-recorded briefing sessions behind armed guards. Again, we drowned. 
I wrote this poem in Scapoose, Oregon. I was somewhere at a friend's place way up in the mountains. There was a postcard about Salalo. I wrote this poem. <clears throat> Salalo Fisherman. You made your nets and tested the knots, seeing that they held. Little did you know what was to hold you after the sound of water falling over what used to be. I always keep paper and pencil near me. How many been to Dairy Queen? Dairy Queen veterans? <laughs> Be honest now. <laughs> In 82, I was coming back from summer camp. We stopped in Dairy Queen in Florence, Oregon. All-American family sat in the booth. I left my journal in the car, so I grabbed a napkin. I'm writing a poem about me. Pens are out of ink, so I'm really scratching hard. They're watching me write a poem about them. Pretty precarious situation. <laughs> Dairy Queen ritual. All-American family sits in summer booth. Tall man in jeans. Leather boat shoes. Could be an escaping executive or an attorney away from his briefcase. Teenage girl, bubble cum nervous, hides behind large coke. Callous mouth mother sits there. Blonde hair, ironing board, stiff. Could have been 1950s cheerleaders. She tries to hold it together for one more time, for one more trip to the vacation time, Dairy Queen. Yeah, thank you. And people that say that same family since that summer booth every year. <laughs> Remember when your parents got into a fight without end of the world? Scraps of paper. It smells like dried ink. They pull open dusty old blue shoebox in the attic. Upon folded, folded protected pages of the past, Spilled with tear rusty words. Dad says for the kids, Mom says for the kids I'll stay. Dad threatens to go to Idaho. Mom writes on back envelope, go. Dad answers for the kids I'll stay. I remember messenger older brother carrying our future on scraps of paper. Somewhere I cried. Remember what the five and dime store was? Yes. Yeah, now it's like a dollar store. <clears throat> Remembering. Remember when the world was mud pull happy. Hard times were measured by patches sewn on jeans. The world seemed snug then. Security weren't warm, like hand-stitched flown sheets. It was hop, skip, happy as dad came home from work. Sure, there was wood to chop and chickens to tend. We earned our way into the five and dime. <laughs> William Stafford really liked this poem. When <clears throat> on the streets, he'd meet with me, Terry Durst, Earl Thompson, critique of poetry on his break time. Raking leaves. <clears throat> I raked leaves today. Rake scraping asphalt. Churning, memories hurting, gathered dead leaves, memories, pieces of old selves saved for another day. I wake leaves in a different way.
I like riding on jet planes, especially when someone else pays for it. Yeah. Flying over where Indians led cavalry circles of doom, riding the iron bird, coffee spilling over. My mind turns on arrowheads, warriors plan. We speak in whispers, plan assault on invaders. The stewardess suggests more coffee and reach my weapon, my pen. <laughs> I drink a lot of coffee, you know why? It's in my job description, I'm a writer. <laughs> coffee blues. It's an early morning cup of coffee stirring me in my face. Yesterday was hard, harder than usual. I didn't have my morning cup of coffee. Indian education blues. Published in 1973 in a collection called The Nation Within in Hamilton, New Zealand. In 97, each featured on poetry motion on the max trains and buses. It's that stone at Oregon State University. Look at the main door, to the left of the door, there's a long low bench, and this poem's in granite. You know what I like about that? I didn't have to die first. <laughs> Because most poets are all dead white guys, not Indians or women. Indian education blues. I sit in a crowded classrooms and learn how to read by Dick, Jane, and Spot. But I remember how to get a deer. I remember how to beadwork. I remember how to fish. I remember the stories told by the old, but Spot keeps showing up. My park card is bad. Thank you for listening. That was Fisher poet Ed Edmo, recorded at the Liberty Theater in Astoria, Oregon, on Saturday, February 25th, 2023. Well, that's it. This one's in the tote. The Fisher Poetry Podcast is written and produced by Brad Wartman. The theme music for this episode is courtesy of Mark Allen Lovewell and Molly Canole. If you'd like to appear on or have comments about the show, please send an email to the Fisher Poetry Archive at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to haul the latest episodes into your net. The Fisher Poetry Podcast is available via our podcast host, Spotify, as well as Apple, Google, and Amazon. You can listen to our other podcast episodes, watch our YouTube videos, and join our community by going to thefisherpoetryarchive.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. Come all young sailormen, listen to me. I'll sing you a song of the fish in the sea. Blow your winds westerly, westerly blow. We're bound to the southern, so steady she goes.